Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. I am your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQB NYJs. Today is Tuesday, June 15th. And oh, what a show we have for you. Well, we are now live on Shady Pines Radio. What's up, Shady Pines people? Uh, give us a text. Our text line is open and the number is 971 361 nine three nine six give us a shout and we will give you a shout out i want to thank all of our sponsors of course hey uh, uh sal's cheap practice space is your band looking for a cramped space with no air to work uh no air to work on those tight licks well you better call sal's cheap practice space nothing says dedication like cramming three or four sweaty dudes in a box for two hours a week mmm smells like a grammy we also want to thank Mark's Used Guitar Strings. Is part of your act restringing your guitar? Then try, then try Mark's Used Guitar Strings. Guaranteed to break on cue. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor of Good Mid Morning, you can send me an email to liam at podland.productions. Folks, joining me on this Tuesday morning, as he does every Tuesday morning, one of my oldest friends, all the way from Astoria, Oregon, it's Joey Ficken. Liam, how you doing this morning? Great. Good mid-morning to you. Welcome, Good mid-morning to you. Welcome to Shady Pines. Hey, it's uh, it's nice to be here. Yeah. Feels fresh. good, huh? It feels fresh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the air is so much fresher in here. Mm, I love it. It's nice. Not it. that dank basement smell. No, not that. Yeah, that podland <laughs> smell, you know? <laughs> uh, no, Nasty. podland smells great. Uh, I uh, excuse any potential uh, sound that people might be hearing, you know, uh, uh, sounds like one of my neighbors is maybe doing some kind of yard something. I don't know. Oh, what, but that's OK. It, I can't hear yeah, any. I it can't hear it. Through. So, OK, you know, OK, good. And if it comes through, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. Awesome. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your week? <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> uh, my my week was good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's bit, it's still once again we're in that uh, Pacific Northwest springtime where the weather is just all over the map. Yeah, it's hot, it's cold, it's rainy, it's dry. Well, that's it's, but that you're also in Astoria. You know, that's how it is over on the on the coast. It's that's just been true. it's been cold and rainy here. That's basically how it's. Except now it's gonna be it's shooting up to the 90s by the end of uh, next or by the beginning of next week so or wasn't it also like 90 degrees last week or something like that I was that? like that was 2 weeks ago or two something weeks ago. yeah you gotcha. know see this was, yeah we're we're what we're experiencing is definitely like all within the span of like one week yeah <laughs> one week it'll go from but it never really gets like super duper hot so we'll go from like what would be considered like coastal hot which is around 80 80 some odd degrees yeah uh and then it'll kind of uh that'll that'll be one day then the next day it's 50 degrees then the next day it's 40 degrees and it's down you know it's like dumping rain yeah <laughs> and then the next day it's sunny and beautiful like today today is a beautiful day yeah i think it's going to be a beautiful day here in portland oregon as well so uh nice uh looking forward to it you know i don't have too much planned for the day uh as of yet but, uh, you know, I, I think I'm going to spend some time outside, probably take the dog, dog to the park again. Uh, Good call. You, you know, we got, you know, we've, we've had Pepper for, uh, you know, a while now, almost four months. Um, and, 
I, I we were talking about this right before that we we went on air about how uh, dogs that you can throw something for uh, are just they're just they're the dream dog. Like it's yeah, it's fetch what, dogs. Yeah, fetch dogs are what everybody wants, and uh, we were both lamenting about. Yeah, you have two dogs, two dogs that are not fetch dogs. Now that neither one of them. Yeah, neither one. And and we I have we have one dog that's not a fetch dog, but. Uh, we now have one that is a fetch dog, and she she is just it's just it's just so easy. It's just so yeah. easy. Having a smart or like a, a a dog that's easily trained is uh it's just a it's a game changer. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible. You're like, why didn't I get one of these sooner? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, pit bull puppies are cute, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. Then a they lot grow of into lazy, unmotivated. <laughs> Far- yeah. Farters, farters, big farters. Um, you know, actually, you know, yep. and this is exactly what people. Uh, if you're just tuning in, this is the kind of talk you're going to hear on Good Mid Morning. It's a lot of dog fart talk. Um, <laughs> Seamus's gas has actually gone down tremendously since we started feeding him raw. Um, oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You give a dog raw yep. food, and uh, it change. It, that's the game changer right there. Raw food, gastrointestinal for, system changes. Yeah. Oh or wait, like uh, you know, you 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 give a dog exactly what it, uh, it's supposed to eat, and it and it <laughs> and its stomach starts acting the way it's supposed to. That that makes sense. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it's not just basically eating cereal for every exactly. meal. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like the worst cereal ever. <laughs> it's like meat scrap cereal. <laughs> dried hard meat scrap cereal <laughs> coming soon you're like but they love it and you're like well yeah because it's all they ever get exactly <laughs> you know? like and and you feel like you know we feed our dog twice a day and you know you so it, it waits all day long and all night long and that's what you get it give it so of course it's going to be excited to, to eat because it's hungry oh yeah yeah, it's okay. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I I was gonna say that you know people would do that as well, but as a kid, that I wouldn't have done that. If I didn't want to eat it, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't have eat it. Exactly. Eat, I wouldn't have eaten it. As an adult, though, yes, of course. It's like I'm just when I when I get into a hungry mode, I'm just kind of like I don't care what it is. Oh, I just this, give it to me. This, and this, this, I'm so glad you just reminded me of this. This is a genius idea. I did. I had the other day for. A cooking sh- a cooking show, and it's called Cook While You're Hungry, and you basically you know uh, the contestants aren't allowed to eat for you know uh, I don't know how long however long it's safe you know and then yeah. and then and then you just have them cook something, um, and I think it would be just an amazing because cooking while you're hungry is it's the it's it it doesn't matter you basically it doesn't matter what you're making just as long as it's like you can put it in your mouth like yeah it's so you know then you'd have the judges taste it and be like oh no but uh yeah <laughs> this isn't good I, I i think people who actually my experience of people who work in kitchens uh they don't tend to really like eat meals yeah they i think they actually do kind of i don't know if it's intentional or not that, that whether or not they do like keep themselves uh hungry yeah <laughs> Like they're always just kind of like snacking. They're nibble. They're nibblers. Well, they just kind of nibble tasting. on stuff constantly. You, know, you got to taste. Yeah, exactly. You're constantly they're constantly tasting. tasting. Yeah. But it, but it's like <laughs> when you when I like at at my last job, I was working in a kitchen, and I would work ten hour shifts, and I would work with. I think that was kind of like the standard shift that we had in the kitchen was was a ten hour shift, and uh, people would work those shifts, and they would 
barely break. They would break long yeah. enough to like maybe have like a small something. There's no time to uh, break. I mean, you, you got see, stuff I'm, to do. I'm different, but but in this, but in but in that environment, it's required. Like it's a. I think there's like some kind of co-op union or something. I don't know, but it was like you have to take a lunch break. Yeah. Like or or they get in trouble essentially. Uh, but yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, I, I, but, but that's just kind of like a common thing that I've just kind of noticed with, uh, with, uh, I mean, uh, people who work in kitchens. I worked across in, the board. I worked in restaurants for, um, you know, for twenty something years for longer than I wanted to, and yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't take breaks because, basically, I think the way I always thought of it is the, the, you know, well. A lot of times, especially when you're working in a kitchen on a line, you just don't have time. You, there is no braking. You can't right, break. Right. Like unless it's it's dead slow, then you can't take a break. But which Liam, don't you don't you feel like that kind of that that is just one more layer of kind of. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love working service industry. I I actually really did do did enjoy that um, when I was in the the cafe world. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously there are parts of it that, that you don't like, you know, but but for the most part, I would say I really, really enjoyed it. But we were a cafe restaurant uh, and just sort of there there are there are a few key things about working in restaurants that I I feel like is kind of an issue. One of them that was that, you know, same thing where it's like there just kind of isn't really any it's it's not encouraged to break yeah <laughs> like to to like get off well, there's your, no time get you just can't break off you know? your feet for a second you know yeah nobody's really willing to like kind of step in and be like hey you want to take some time you know like yeah. can i take over for you and uh just get out of here go go take some time off like that it was the same kind of it, like it, it's so un, like not encouraged that you just adopted as part of your lifestyle you know, like even up front that's funny because you, you as you were saying that that reminded me um of the book i was gonna uh my memoir was gonna uh, uh, my time in the restaurant was gonna be called uh eating by the garbage because <laughs> yeah that's basically where they would set up like break places for people is by right, the right. garbage like oh you want to take a break sure go sit by the garbage because that's what you are and uh, so, you know, you're right. They It's discouraged to take breaks in, in restaurants. Unless, unless you're a smoker. It, like, I almost oh, yeah. felt like smoker, I, wanted, I wanted to as smoke. As many breaks as you want, bud. As many <laughs> yeah, exactly. breaks as you want. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I need a smoke. And then they're like, someone goes and takes a smoke break. And you're like, all right. Well, what if I just wanted to, like, take a break? Can yeah. I just say that? Can I just be like, I need a break. I'm going to take 10. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, no, no. So you're like, I'm going to go take a smoke break. All right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, man, and weird. I used to be a smoker, so I used to use the smoke breaks, but not as many as, uh, you know, I wasn't one of those, um, I'm going to go smoke every minute. It was like, yeah, you yeah. know, it was really when I just was like, I got to go have a cigarette or I'm going to kill somebody. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That was that fun portion. <laughs> uh, so our theme today is uh, our first shows. And I'm excited about this because, uh, um, well, I think, yeah, it's funny. Our, our, our first shows is kind of, you know, I, I didn't know how to take it, you know, well for me, uh, because you said first concert, was it first concert? Because yeah. like concert to me is like a big thing. It's like you go to a big place and there's yeah. a, like thousands of people there. That's a concert to me. Yeah. 
and shows like a hundred at best. Yeah, shows. You know, you go to a you know cramped room or whatever. Um, yeah. And but I didn't go to any concerts when I was younger. See uh, that same same here, and that's kind of why I emphasized concert because like I probably like there are people I know who are like, yeah, man, when I was seven years old, my parents took me to go see Journey or something. You know, yeah. it's like like. My or kids, or that. you know, I know, all these yeah. kids that I know who like went to these big giant concerts. You know, like they, their parents when were they when cooler. they were pretty young. Um, but I, yeah, I went. I was fairly. I, I mean, I wasn't old, but you know, probably later on. But I went. But like you were saying, like I, I did go to some, you know, like show things that I was able to stand uh, in Chico. You know, we had yeah. Juanitas, which was a a bar venue uh pretty small pretty cramped if you want to get close to the stage it was like you could probably fit 15 people over there and it would be tight yeah uh but yeah it was um uh i i was uh, fortunate enough to be able to like stand outside and kind of observe so for me that wasn't really the like concert experience or the show experience it was like kind of taking in music you know it yeah. wasn't really like yeah, I'm here and I'm like part of uh, the thing with all the people around me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And see, yeah, I, I totally understand where you're coming from there, but I still went for shows because uh, that yeah, was, yeah. I, that was just like my first experience, like getting, so you said Juanita's and uh, you know, so just so listeners know, both Joey and I are from, or uh, Chico, California and uh, moved up to Portland uh, separately. But um. Uh, anyway, I just dropped my pen and then I went to reach down to get it, and then I really realized that the only reason I had the pen in my hand was because I was fidgeting with it. Um. So. Oh, geez. Anyway, so we're both from Chico. So anyway, when you said Juanitas, I so I went to shows at Hey Wands. Did you? Yeah. Were you too young for to stand outside of Hey Wands? Was it just Juanitas? I believe so. Okay. I, yeah, I think I think that it had. Because there was the borough room yeah, also, the which was yeah, I, huh? the borough room, the borough room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah borough room, uh, which I only knew by way of stickers on people's right. equipment. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I think I might have even actually seen like a VHS of like a recording of like some show that happened there or something. And that was what was next door, right? Yeah, it was ne- it was so where like, the pizza places or was, or, you know, was. Yeah. Pizza anyway. Place. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So. I yeah, so I I'm pretty sure that I became aware of that venue uh, at at just after maybe it changed from Hey Wands to Juanitas, but yeah, dope. Uh, I only knew it as Juanitas. Um, so let's get to your first show then, uh, or your first concert and uh, and which in yeah. which band so, it was and yeah, man. So uh, obviously, so having an older brother uh, who was into music through a lot of music my way uh i obviously you know at a fairly young age got uh really uh into the band fugazi uh and so um listened to a lot of fugazi had a lot of fugazi cassette tapes um uh and while i had been able to like i said observe some music here and there at juanitas the really the first true kind of pivotal concert going music experience was when i finally got to go see fugazi play live uh they played in sacramento 
Um, and I went with my mom, (laughs) which if those of you who maybe know or don't know, but like my parents love a lot, they pretty much loved a lot of the music that we would listen to when, 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 when I was younger. So, um, so yeah, man, I mean, my mom, you know, went so I could go, I think I went with Noel, Noel too, my brother, I think it was, uh, my brother, Noel, myself, my mom. Uh, there were some other obvious like Chico folks who tagged along. I think we kind of carpooled out there and, uh, they played at like a skate park. I oh, remember it was fun. like, it's like an indoor skate park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you go to that show? By no, case? no, I did oh, not. Okay. No, I don't, I don't know. I, I believe it was the tour behind, uh, red medicine. I think awesome. it was like mid, mid nineties, oh, yeah. maybe mid to early nineties. It might've even been right before red medicine came out. I can't remember. Um, uh, but they, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, they, they played in like, it was like a warehouse. It was oh. like this warehouse sec addition to the skate park. Yeah. And, uh, man, it was dope. Uh, packed, packed house. Here's the crazy thing about, uh, when you go to like a Fugazi show. Yeah. Uh, is that they're not really like, okay, they're, they're pretty good sized shows, but they're not run like a regular show. For starters, they had like a set ticket price thing that they did where it was like you they their ticket prices were never more than ten dollars or something like that. Yeah. Like regardless of how big they got, where the whatever they played at. Uh but they also like didn't have like security, really. <laughs> yeah. Like like I didn't know any better. I walked I I wanted a better view. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh uh, the, the show itself, like I was kind of a small, smaller person at that time and I couldn't really see over the people's heads and I really wanted to watch Brendan Caney, the drummer. Right. And I literally walked onto the stage kind of <laughs> like on the side stage behind the speakers so that I could watch him play drums nice. and they let me, Yeah, they let me, That's I was awesome. a little kid and they fucking let me. Yeah. Why wouldn't Crazy. they? Let's, uh, Crazy. Let's, let's hear, let's hear one of their songs, huh? Yeah. Which one did you want to play first? Oh, you probably uh, want the one off Red Medicine? Yeah, let's listen to let's listen to that. I <laughs> I don't have those right in front of me right now. Oh. Okay. Um, it's Down City, uh, is the track. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh this is Fugazi, Down City. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines and Podland Productions.
You're listening to Good Mid Morning, and if you weren't awake, you are now. Uh, that was Fugazi doing Down City. Where you're listening to Shady Pines Radio and Podland Dot Productions, folks. Uh, here with Joey Ficken talking about our first concerts, shows, concert slash shows type things, you know. And uh, you know, I think I don't. Th- I think it's unfair that your first show was Fugazi. I mean, that's uh, it's kind of bullshit, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, because. W- if you think about it, you know, when you think about all the, you know, those kids that we were talking about where the parents took him to kiss or whatever, you know, the like, I think a first, Fugazi being your first concert is, is pretty dope. Like that's, it was, it, that's high, it was. that's very Here's, high up there, you know. Oh, before you, before you go on, let me, let me give the text line because I want to find out if, oh, if yeah. any listeners out there want to tell us what their first concerts were. 971 971- Nine seven one three six one nine three nine six nine seven one three six one nine three nine six. What was your first concert or show? Uh, let us know. Uh, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, uh, I, just one more thing I want to add before we get into yours. But um, so after the show, uh, uh, we were I was able to actually like go and talk to uh, Brandon Candy from Fugazi. Yeah, and he gave me a he gave me a symbol. Oh really? He found out that I was a uh, 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 a young aspiring drummer. Like I don't think I'd really actually like fully like started playing playing yet at that point. But I was, How I was old on were my you? way. I think maybe I did have my drum set, my first drum set. How old were you? What's that? How old were you? Man, I don't know. I I feel like I must it must have eleven, twelve, maybe. Nice. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like so he had a cracked cymbal, but it just had like a pretty small crack in it. But, you know, once that's when you're a real drummer. Yeah. If if something has a crack in it, you got to get a new one because you can't just keep oh, playing on it snap. when you're playing concerts. But he just <laughs> gave it to me and it was a really high quality cymbal. And I wish I would have. I wish I still had it. You didn't but keep it. You didn't sleep I played, with it. I, I, I played with it. Did you sleep? I played with it? it. I brought it to Portland with me. Did you? I did. did. It like hung out in my bedroom. Did, uh, did you hang it on your wall? That's, I did for a little bit when yeah. I lived in Chico and then I took it with me to Portland and I had it with me in the swords project practice space for a long time. And I, I think I used it and I don't remember what happened to it. It, it got lost. Apparently you became a real drummer. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> and then, so this is the end of the story. This is where it all ends. So when I was working at trade up music, I worked with uh, Sarah Lund from the band unwound. One of um, my, one of my top, band tape top bands of all times just oh yeah they're 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 awesome it was uh yeah it was a total it was kind of like a a a dream in a in a weird way like a dream come true to like become friends with somebody who uh played in uh, a band that was pretty important to me when i was a teenager um but uh so she was friends with brendan canny and he was in portland and he came by the shop and we 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 all chatted for a bit and i and i didn't tell him, but I told her, I was like, Hey, so Brendan Caney gave me a symbol one time and I don't know if he would remember, but you should. And she's like, really? He did. I'll, I'll, I'll run it by him. And so she, she claims, or she tells me that he claims to, to still remember that. Yeah. He was like, Oh yeah, I, re- I remember that. I remember that. Why wouldn't he? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how often he's just handing off symbols. <laughs> he just has like a, a, a U-Haul filled with them. <laughs> yeah. Just with, with tiny little cracks in him. <laughs> yes, exactly. He puts the cracks in there yeah. so that he has these little free gifts that he can hand out. 
Oh, what a guy. Yeah, what, no, great dude. What are they doing now? Do you know? Uh, like, Fugazi themselves? Yeah. Well, you know, the the members, you know, they're, oh. they're no longer, you know, they're 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 not going to put out another album. They're done, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Probably. I mean, they're all getting up there, you know, uh, but they all play music still. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that um, uh, Ian and uh, Joe, I believe, are in a music project together yeah. um, or yeah man i can't remember i know there's a couple of them that are doing stuff together Guy is uh i think producing music and maybe doing some of his own stuff here and there uh brendan can't brendan the, uh he has been like a uh, scoring music for like tv film whatever right yeah uh and yeah. and has some like music pro- i think they just kind of get into little things here and there and play these little shows and whatever and then just uh, rake but, in all that Fugazi money, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like uh, all the like set $5 album prices exactly. and $10 show prices and no merch. All the, all zero, the, all the license zero merch. And royalties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, let's. Why don't we listen to the second Fugazi song since we've just, yep. you know, it, it makes sense, you know? It just feels right. Cause it does cap it off with yeah. a little bit more Fugazi. I'm gonna let you uh, announce it since you've got all the the deets in front of you. Yeah, this is a public witness program off the album "In on the Kill Taker." Uh, Ooh, this is a good. This, this is, is a good one. This, this is a good is a album. Great, great song off of a great, great album. I think I I do want to note, folks, that um, uh, when when I was younger and and when we were all living down in Chico, uh, I used to. Corey, Joey's brother, every time a new Fugazi album would come out, uh, uh, he would find me and and we would go to the we would go to the uh, you know, we'd go to the Tower Records and uh, dating myself now. We'd go to the Tower Records and, you know, buy the new Fugazi and then go listen to it. And uh, it was it was like a thing, you know, like, oh, new Fugazi's oh, yeah. out. Got it. And it's an uh, event. I remember when this one came out, we were. As with everyone, but with this one, it was like, minds blown. Yeah. This is Public Witness Program by Fugazi off the album In on the Kill Taker. You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio and Podland.Productions.
Since the dawn of mankind, people have strived to label and beautify their surroundings. From primitive marks in caves to bedazzled jean jackets, we have evolved, and yet the questions remain. How can I create a lasting impression that can be everywhere and won't empty my wallet? StickerNinja.com Answering the call locally since 2011. Finally, your art, your statement, your important message in affordable sticker form. It's easy. Pick out the style, size, and quantity of stickers, send them your artwork, and in no time you get high quality vinyl stickers. Waterproof, UV resistant, in vibrant color, with free domestic shipping, and right now you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Fulfill your destiny and get to sticking your statement everywhere with StickerNinja.com. Sticker Ninja. You're listening to ShadyPinesRadio.com. Here's the lineup for Tuesdays. Starting at 8 a.m., Hesh Air with Mr. Tomorrow. At 9 a.m., Good Mid Morning with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback New York Jets. At 10 a.m., Emotional Weather Report with Jamie Stewart. Beat Salad with Mason O'Brien at 11 a.m. From noon till 2 p.m., Dave and Joe with If This Ain't a Business. At 3 p.m., A Feast for Your Cochlea with DJ Huff Huff Pass. At 5 p.m., Sensory Tangle with Margie Marlowe. From 6 to 8 p.m., It's Toasty Tunes with Alex Toast. At 8 p.m., Radio Seance with Your Psychic Friends, hosted by Oscan and Mag. At 9 p.m., Fresh Unoriginal with DJ Wineglass. And from 10 till midnight, Serendipitous Encounters with DJ Corduroy. No matter the day or time, you've picked the right time to listen in. Thanks for listening, and tell others. Shady Pines Radio. You are listening to Good Midmorning right here on Shady Pines and Podland.Productions. Hanging out with Joey Ficken, talking about uh, our first shows, our first concerts, and uh, having a good time doing it. Hope you're having a good time out there. Remember, let your friends know, you know. Tell all your friends, tell your family that, uh, about Shady Pines, about Good Mid-Morning. And, uh, and don't forget to follow, subscribe, comment, and review. On Instagram, you can follow Good Mid-Morning at good underscore mid underscore morning. And you can follow me at DJFGQBNYJs. And uh, please follow Shady Pines Radio at Shady Pines Radio and Podland Productions at Podland.Productions. Ooh, well, Liam, I just got to say, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing more, uh, 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 well, <laughs> I was just gonna say, I thought it was kind of funny, like segueing from like uh, a Fugazi song <laughs> to an advertisement. <laughs> it's like such. A <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Irony. Irony, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Irony, it's my favorite. It's like macaroni. Yeah, irony and cheese. But that uh, Fugazi track was that's uh, a fantastic track. That's um, a banger. It is a banger. It's a banger of a track. Um, you know what? One of my favorite parts of the track is. What's that? Um, it's, the, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. What the fuck is that? It's like uh, I bet that's ghee. <laughs> Just throwing it up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a guitar. It sounds like it's probably like a pick slide kind of a thing. Oh. Yeah, mixed with a voice. So yeah. it kind of does this crazy, like, like, yeah. It's good. It's good. It is good. Very good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, Liam. What's up? Let's get into it. Yeah, my first show. Um, you know, so I it's funny. Uh, so I remember going to there was a show that I went to that was like a super punk rock show that my friend Travis Kimry drug. You know, he's like, we got to go to the show, and he dragged me to this. It was like way out. Uh, you know. Anyway, I, I'm not going to describe where it was because nobody fucking knows but you, so it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, but it was like in this kind of hole-in-the-wall place, um, and I, you know, it was, you know, it was fun, it was nice, but I don't remember who the band was. Uh, the first show that I remember, like, the band's names and, you know, me going to the show and it was like something big. My brother was bringing me to the show. Um, you know, my parents let him take me. I think I was like 12 or 13 or something. Uh, and he somehow was able to get me into the borough room. Um, there you go, man. Exactly. That's the, that's the place. Yeah. The borough room. Dreams happen. Well, you know, I, uh, later on, I saw Fugazi for the first time at the borough room um, with uh, Beat Happening and uh, God, who was the third band? I want to say it was Jesus Lizard. I really want to say that that it was beat happening in Jesus. I got to say, it's really interesting that it was beat happening because, uh, what's the main dude? Uh, what's his name again? Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. He played, he opened also. For oh, Fugazi really? When I saw him. Yeah. It oh, was, that's um, awesome. the minders. Yeah. Is that their name was yeah. the minders, the minders and, uh, and, uh, Calvin Johnson. It wasn't beat happening, but just Calvin Johnson on the Yeah. Um, so the first show that I remember the names of the bands and I went to the, the show it was the Mr. T experience, uh, short dogs grow and the Mr. T experience. And these are bands that I really had no real interest in. I didn't really know who they were. It was just, my brother was taking me to the show and it was super cool. You were more of a kiss journey guy at that time? No, no, I just, uh, I mean, I, you know, the funny thing is, is the more I've thought about this, like the concert, the whole concert thing, like, oh, what, what was your first concert? What were you super excited? Like there was like, I, you know, the first show that I was super excited was probably the same as yours. Like seeing Fugazi at, at the Burrow Room was like, that was fucking, that was amazing. Um, but then like my first big concert was Bob Dylan. And while that was cool and all, um, it wasn't, I don't know. I went with my girlfriend and her dad. And How old were you? I was 16. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. The, where, where did he play? Uh, Red, Red, uh, Red Bluff. He played in Red oh, Bluff. Nice. Yeah. At, you know, awesome. yeah, some out or big, uh, I don't know. You know, it was at a fair, it was at the fairgrounds in Red Bluff. Yeah. Okay. And the, yeah, my girlfriend's uh dad had bought us tickets and you know it was great um yeah it, you know i think I've, i think i talked about this before that bob dylan when he plays live he basically plays the songs completely and totally different and it's plays them any way he damn well exactly because he fucking wrote them um yeah. but um anyway back to short dogs grow and the mr t experience um it's and uh so i went to this show and i i basically uh, found a booth in the back and I fell asleep. So sweet, dude. Yeah, <laughs> took a little, took a little nap. And uh, and so to you know to be perfectly honest, I today uh, was really the first day that I've ever really actually listened to either Short Dogs Grow or Mr. T Experience. But I kind of like it. 
Uh, and All I, right. I think that at the time I was like, oh, this is boring. And I went to sleep because I was expecting to go to like a fucking punk rock show, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this is what I got. So the, here's uh, Short Dogs Grow doing My House from 1988 album Matt Dillon.
right here on Shady Pines Radio and Podland Productions. That was Short Dogs Grow, My House, from their 1988 album, Matt Dillon. Hey, where are those guys from? Uh, the Bay Area. Oh, okay. I was going to say, they've got a real, uh, I would say, Minneapolis sound. Uh, oh, wait. Maybe that. No, I'm thinking of Mr. T Experiences from the Bay Area. Let me, uh, I'm not, let me, uh, let me check with, uh, let me check with my computer here. Check with the digital assistant yeah. here. Uh, I was uh, I, I was I was googling them earlier uh, to find because for some reason I was listening to the lyrics and they sounded Christian to me and I was like, are these guys Christian? <laughs> um, yep. Oh, they're from San Francisco. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. They, uh, they, they, it, it had kind of a replacements vibe. Yeah. Maybe even like Husker Du, like a lot of those like kind of that. Mi- there was a definite like kind of Minneapolis sound that yeah. was sort of happening in that late '80s, early '90s kind of. But as a, you know, as a young teen, as a, you know, I think, I don't know, maybe I was 13, uh, like 14, I, something like that. Like just expecting to go see like, you know, a punk rock band. I was going to the punk club and my brother was getting me in there and that was the band that I got to see. <laughs> like, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, like, what? Jesus. Uh, speaking of San Francisco. Okay. Do you, do you, do you kind of, I, I feel like San Francisco doesn't really have a music scene anymore. Well, probably not. I mean, they don't. They don't. Nobody like, actually lives in San Francisco, do they? I mean, you I can't, don't know. It's too expensive. Like ever since, ever since Artists the Silicon Valley boom Francisco. really kind of exploded, I, 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 just, I can't think of any like notable bands that are like from San Francisco. Google in the Docks. Have you heard them? What's that? No, Go- yeah. Google in the Docks. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a uh, Google. There's <laughs> there's a, yeah, the apples. My, yeah, the apples. <laughs> Um, uh, micro and the softs. Oh, they're Seattle. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're 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 part. They're like got that Seattle sound. You, if you really paid close attention, you'd hear that Seattle sound in there. Yeah, I'm sure I would. Um, so the so this so this was a two bill. Yeah, like so I like I said, this is a two 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 band bill. I don't know. Maybe there was a third band, but I don't remember their name. Obviously memorable. Yeah, um, they were there. And I guess you know because Mr. T Experience was also from San Francisco, they were probably doing like. Well, I mean that was a kind of the cool thing about living in Chico, uh, in this era in the, like the 80s and early 90s because Chico's a college town and. So bands that were going, you know, from San Francisco, maybe up to Seattle would always stop in Chico and yeah. and play shows. And that was great. What you know, that was, you know, I feel lucky having that like that. We were able to hang out because there was a street called it was Second Street. And that's just basically where all the punk punkers hung out is, uh, you know, going down to second street hang out and you just hang outside the bar listen to punk rock music skateboard do all your skateboarding yeah chico chico was like that's it it was like a a weird anomaly sweet spot where it was just enough distance between san francisco and any one of the uh pacific northwest cities that you couldn't really easily make that drive in one night yeah so they would oftentimes break it up and what, 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 where would you do it? Chico. Chico party. And so there were so many bands. So many and there bands. was so much shit that I heard about even before my time, like that I would hear about, you know, like Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Prim- Primus, my, like all these. My brother kinda... opened for Nirvana at uh, the Blue Oyster. Um, so, you know, that was, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Yeah, uh, I mean, the first time I ever got punched in the face was outside of the Blue Oyster uh, trying to get into a Primus show. Uh, It was a a slap, Liam. No, it was a punch. It was a girl. The girl, it was a girl, you know, she punched me, but, uh, you know, it it was still a punch, and it it hurt. I didn't like it. Yeah, I bet. And and after that, you know what I said to myself? I don't ever want to get punched in the face again. And I never did. (laughs) That's a really good goal to set. (laughs) You got to set these goals. I mean, that's a that's a takeaway of today's show is set those goals. You know, you got it. That's right. Because if you don't. So, okay. (laughs) So now tell me about uh, Mr. T Experience. What were they all about? Mr. T Experience. uh, Again, you know, they're from they're from San Francisco as well. And, uh, you know, that's that's. so like I said before, you know, I found a booth and I fell asleep in the back and uh, and I and I, I was woken up by my brother who was told by one of his friends, hey, I think your little brother's sleeping in the booth in the back. And uh, so he went and woke me up. And I think Mr. T experience the it's the Mr. T experience. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, was was playing and he was like, OK, you, you're you're falling asleep. We got to go. So. Um, but again, the first, for the first time today, I actually listened to the Mr. T experience and, uh, at now as an adult, I really, I, I appreciate it. I really like it. Actually. I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised that you didn't, I feel like I never listened to them, but I yeah. feel like their name was just like constantly around. Yeah. I, I heard that name so many times and it must've just been coming from like, well, it's also a Cor- good name. Corey, at least Jeff, all those yeah. Well, and, you know, they're from the Bay Area. They're from San Francisco. So, you know, they were, yeah. you know, they were coming, coming. They, I think they came to Chico a lot. They were one of those I wonder bands. If they also, I also wonder if maybe they had like members in other bands that I would have been familiar with. Because I, I just feel like that name was just constantly being, yeah. being right there. Do you know what uh, Mr. T, what, what the T stands for in Mr. T? No. Tough. No, well, it's his last name. Oh, Mr. <laughs> T. Yeah, uh, I believe it's. Uh, I actually oh. feel like I heard that story. It's uh, Turud, Turud, T U R E A U D. His name huh. is Lawrence Turud. Turud. He went by Mr. T. Yeah, because like, yeah. hey, I'm Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lawrence pities the fool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what do you want to hear uh, Mr. T experience? Or Let's something? do it. Lay it on me. <laughs> all right. This song's called scientific. And it's funny because I listened to this lyrics of this song. I was like, are these guys Christian? Anyway, here's Mr. T experience uh, doing science uh, scientific. You're listening to good uh, good mid morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Oh, oh, oh. 
listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio and Podland Out Productions. Folks, uh, you can text in. This show is live, 971-361-9396. Only about seven minutes left in the show, but text in. Say hi. Let us know you're out there and uh, that you're enjoying the show. Let us know what your uh, first concert was. Um, so that was that. That was my uh, first concert, my first show, the Mr. T Experience and... Uh, short dogs grow. Liam, I think I'm actually. Uh, were Were you just a really sleepy boy that night? Were you um, just like really tired? Your brother, no. like, I I imagine that, like, you know, you were already asleep. Your brother like picked you up and late. carried you to the car. You slept <laughs> on the way to the show. He's like, uh, wake up, we're here. Yeah. And you're like, huh? And then you go inside. The music's not quite you ex- what you expected. You're like, I'm just going back to sleep. Yeah. I'm already tired. Yeah. Or because like I I just like even like hearing those two bands. Sure. Like, I don't know. I guess it's, it, you know, it's not hardcore punk rock, it's but it's fast, but it I, fast. <laughs> I, just I want it fast. I can't imagine like finally like getting to a show and like you can like watch and enjoy the music. But well, how like, many, nah. how many concerts have you fallen asleep at? None, I okay. believe. Well, I've done it like three or four times. So <laughs> I was actually pretty good at, uh, well, one of the reasons I stopped even going to shows was because I would, you know, uh, basically what I would do is I'd go to the show, I'd start drinking, and then by the time the band that I actually wanted to see was playing, I'd be blotto and oh, would yeah. either like pass out in the corner or just go home. And uh, were you, were you, did you have a drink that night? No, 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 because oh, okay. I, I was only like 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 13, but you never so, know. Uh, never yeah, know. I don't think I was drinking, no. But, uh, you know, I, it, yeah, it takes a lot to to really get really me excited about a show. Stimulated. I think I th- what I've learned yeah. throughout my life is, you know, shows are great, but I guess they're really not exactly. I just don't get excited about them. You know. Yeah. I like playing. I used them. to go to I used to go to like blue room shows. I think pretty regularly. It was just like anything yeah, that came up. Those were I just fun. would go, and even if they sucked, even if I didn't like the band that much, uh, it was still kind of a an whatever. experience. You know, you just go, you watch it. Right. Yeah, All your friends it? were there, you know. Yeah. Well, it, you know, the Blue Room, that was a small, it was, for those of you who don't know, there was a theater in Chico that did shows, but it was, you know, it was a smaller venue. And, you know, you know, the scene oh, at that time was, uh, you know, it was basically, you knew everybody. So you go to the show and you knew everybody there. So it was basically social, like a party. Social event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that was, that was fun. Um, but, you know, it, they weren't all like that, but that's true. you know, people you know people still like to go shows. That's great. It's just it's just not me. It's just not me. Well, it's a good thing that you live in the time you do. Yeah, and shows well, just can't they, even happen. Well, <laughs> um, but it's funny because I've asked a lot of like people are you know who, musicians uh, in bands and stuff. Are you are you getting excited about uh you know playing shows and it's about 50 50 like a lot of people are like yeah i mean it's not it's not maybe this will be a good thing for people in bands then because there's way too many fucking bands maybe maybe this will be that opportunity for all the people who just couldn't hang with it because they like went and started a job and they just they're like you know what I guess this thing isn't for me. Give so up the dream, I'm, folks, is what Joey's saying. Dream. It's time to give, give up, up the dream. dream. And for those of us who are excited, who cannot wait yeah. to get out there and perform and play for people, 
let us let us let us just take that so that it's not a nightmare trying to book shows these days. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. Because it is. Because it is. There's right. too many bands out there. And they haven't. Well, too many bands out there and nobody's heard live music uh, unless they've gone out to Walker Stadium on Fridays for Rock the Walk. Uh, that's at the Pickles for the P- Portland Pickles folks. Head on out. It's, it's going to be a lot. Of, we got a lot of stuff going on with Pickles this week. So because of the rain last week, there's a lot of delays. So we kind of piled it on this week. So anyway, just a little drop for the Pickles there. Go Pickles. Mm, pickles. Yeah. Mm. P- pickleback. Hey, uh, what do you what do you think we should talk about next week? Any ideas? That's a good. That is a good question. Yeah. I would say uh, if anybody has any ideas out there of subjects that they want us to talk about, by all means, you know, text that in. 971-361-9396. But, uh, yeah, you know, Liam, I don't know. I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of in – I'm thinking maybe, maybe this, like, my first. Oh. You know? All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how deep that rabbit hole we need to go. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it is interesting to kind of dive back into the first time like you experienced a thing, you know, right. like what? Because uh, that 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 in some ways kind of, you know, it informs where you go. Like you fell asleep at that show yeah. and now you don't care about seeing music exactly. ever again. So that is understandable. Yeah. You've tied the two pieces together. I did it. It all makes sense. I'm a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> um, folks, don't forget, uh, or don't forget, uh, you can't forget because I haven't told you, but now I'm going to tell you, and then you don't forget. Tomorrow's show, we've got Arlo Warehouser and Cassidy Quinn is going to be on the show. That's right. You heard me. Cassidy Quinn is going to be on this show live tomorrow, 9 to 10. We're going to be talking about uh, a whole lot of stuff, mental health, uh, probably going to talk about pickles because... Uh, Cassidy is doing the announcing uh, at the games uh, on on Wednesday and I think tomorrow or tonight uh, tomorrow. Well, anyway, uh, uh, she's going to be out there and she's going to be on the show tomorrow. So tune in 9 a.m. right here on Shady Pines Radio. And then uh, we'll be we might be on Podland Productions on Thursday. We uh, you know, I've had a meeting with the producers and we haven't quite figured out what we're going to do. But we're so happy to be here on Shady Pines Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Let your friends know. Let everybody know. Let your parents know. Let your enemies know. You know, just spread the word about the show and about Shady Pines. And uh, Joey, you know, it's, it was a pleasure as always. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, next week, we're going to be back. We're going to talk about whatever we figure out uh, to talk about. And it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And we're going to play Me some too. good music, too, 